Green Team Academy podcast, episode 31, the Taylor Swift model of figuring out who to vote for and sharing your decisions. If you're ready to become an eco-leader in your community, then you're in the right place. I'm Joan Gregerson, and I work to help teams make a big impact fast. Don't forget to head over to greenteamacademy.com to get your very own Green Team Essentials. I put these together for you because this is exactly what I wished I had had when I was starting out. Join our fabulous community, download the free guide to 12 common but easily avoidable mistakes, and hop into our podcast discussion group. I can't wait to meet you there. And now, let's get started. Howdy, howdy, green team. Welcome back. So nice to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. Well, it is election time, and it's easy for sure to feel cynical about voting in general, let alone just all the effort trying to figure out what candidates and what ballot initiatives to support. But the thing is, if voting is our number one way to make a difference, then shouldn't we be talking about it more? How do you decide who to vote for? And then do you talk about your decisions? That's the focus of today's episode. We're going to start it off by taking a cue from pop star Taylor Swift and end it up with who I'm voting for in the November 2018 midterm elections. Taylor Swift has been known for a long time to proactively avoid the topic of politics. And it's no wonder because if you were an international pop star and you came out for or against any specific thing, it's definitely going to alienate some of your fans. And that's a real risk. And there are real consequences. But she made a big divergence from that by putting out this massive post on October 7th, 2018 on Instagram, where she just departed from staying away from it. And instead, she just dove in headfirst. I have a link to the full post. I think it's really worth reading. Basically, what she says is that although she stayed away from it for so long, that things that have happened in her life and in the world in the past two years have made her think differently. She cites specifically women's issues and systemic racism, as well as LGBTQ rights. And she also mentions that she would like to, and in the past she has supported women, but in this case, Marsha Blackburn is her senator and that she is no longer going to support her. And in the next election, she's going to support the challenger instead. Toward the end of her post, she says, Please, please educate yourself on the candidates running in your state and vote based on who most closely represents your values. For a lot of us, we may never find a candidate or party with whom we agree 100% on every issue, but we have to vote anyway. Very well said. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode is how do you research the candidates and issues? And the first thing that I figured out is to not just do it myself. And I have done that in the past where I just sat down with my ballot and the big, I don't know how it comes to you, but a big light blue covered booklet that has all the kind of pros and cons of every different issue. In the past, I know that I have actually voted for a couple things that later I realized, oh, I didn't actually mean to vote for that. I didn't understand that's what was going on. 
So what I figured out is that instead of me doing it myself, I go out and I look at the voter's guides from the organizations that I trust. And based on looking at several of those, then I come to my decision that way. Because I want somebody to really dive into it and figure out the subtleties of what these different things are. Because a lot of times measures will sound the same, but one has some nuance that makes it, that is going to make a big difference. So as we run through this, I'm going to mention some guides that are national and some that are just for Colorado, but hopefully this will give you some ideas of what to search for. And in general, what you want is to search for something like voter's guide plus whatever words you care about. So environmental voter's guide or conservation voter's guide or women's rights voter's guide. All right, so let's look first at the League of Conservation Voters. They have a conservation scorecard. And when you click on that link, what you'll see is a map of the U.S. And if you click on your state, then you'll get a list of all the senators and representatives. And for each one, it's going to show the party and the 2017 score and the lifetime score. So from this, I can see Senator Michael Bennett is getting an 88% lifetime score. He's a Democrat. Republican Cory Gardner gets a 10% lifetime score from the League of Conservation Voters. This also lists all the representatives and it falls out that the Democrats all have scores of 86% or higher from the League of Conservation Voters, and the Republicans all have scores of 6% or lower. You're probably wondering, wait, how do they calculate that score? And there's a link right there of all the recent votes that they're including in this score. A few of these examples are the June 2018 Eliminating Clean Water Standards vote in the Senate. April 18th, 2018, Exposing Waterways to Invasive Species. It also lists all the House votes, like for climate change, an anti-climate solutions resolution, a nuclear storage vote on May 10th, 2018, and an assault on endangered salmon on April 25th, 2018. So there's dozens, maybe hundreds of votes here, and you can check them all out. But the good thing to know is that you don't really have to figure it all out because they have done the work for you. The next resource is called Vote Climate US PAC. The website is voteclimatepac.org. For this one, you just enter your zip code and it's going to show you the incumbents and challengers in the districts that are that pertain to that zip code. So for mine, I put in 80220, and two different districts came up, so it's not clear which one I would be in just based on the zip code. But it shows me for District 1, Diana DeGette gets a score of 100, and her challenger, who is a Republican, Casper Stockham, gets a score of 29. For District 6, the Republican, Mike Kaufman, is the incumbent. He gets a score of 3. And the challenger, Jason Crow, gets a score of 93. And you can click on this and see the Voter's Guide scoring criteria. So that's super cool. You care about climate? Then that's a place that is going to be digging into that and researching it for you. 
the next one, and there might be one similar for your state, but I'm looking at the Conservation Colorado 2018 Voter's Guide. If I was just going to use one guide, this would do it all. The way the guide is set up is it is listing the candidates from the two major parties along with their positions or their record supporting each of the different key issues that have been identified by Conservation Colorado. So for Jared Polis is Democrat and Walker Stapleton Republican for running for governor for Colorado. We see that of the five different issues, does this candidate, blah, 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 that Jared Polis, the Conservation Colorado is scoring them him yes for all five, and Walker Stapleton, they're scoring no for all five. Attorney General, it's a similar layout where Phil Weiser, the Democrat, is saying yes to the four issues that they have put before them, and George Brockler, it says no. And this could be a combination between what their position is as well as their, their actions on if they've supported these things or not. And then for each ballot measure, Conservation Colorado gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And in each one, it has an explanation like we say vote yes because or we say vote no because. There are three more resources that I used. One is the Sierra Club Colorado Endorsements. The next is the League of Women Voters, the positions on Colorado ballot issues. And the last one was the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union's Attorney General Candidate Questionnaire. So who am I voting for? Well, doing this research makes me feel good because I've already independently figured out what I was going to vote on before I did this research, and it all confirms that what I initially thought is a reasonable approach based on these other organizations and their research. My votes line up with the recommendations from Conservation Colorado and the League of Conservation Voters. So that will be Democrat Jared Polis for Colorado Governor, Phil Weiser, Democrat for Attorney General, Diana DeGette for House Representative for District 1, Yes on Amendment Y and Z for redistricting, No on Amendment 74 of compensation for reduction in fair market value by government law or regulation, no on Proposition 109, Fix Our Damn Roads, and instead, yes, on Proposition 110, Let's Go Colorado, Increase Sales Tax to Fund Transportation, and yes on Proposition 112, Setback Requirement for Oil and Gas Development. Okay, well, now that I put it out there of who I'm voting for, I'm not sure if I will get 2 million likes on my Instagram post the way that Taylor Swift did. And if you put it out there, I'm not sure if you will either, but I'm wondering now that you've thought about this, number one is how do you do your research? How do you figure out who to vote for? And number two, is that something that you're going to be sharing publicly and why or why not? Let's chat about it over in the podcast discussion group. Well, that wraps it up for episode 31. Thanks so much for joining me, and I'll see you right back here on the Green Team Academy podcast. 
You, my friend, are doing such important work. Caring about the planet and trying to figure out how to make an impact fast, you're exactly the kind of person that our world needs more of. To make sure that you're not wasting your precious time or energy, make sure you head over to greenteamacademy.com. Check out the expert trainings that are available and get your Green Team Essentials so you'll get the support you need. Thank you for everything you're doing and I'll see you right back here next time on the Green Team Academy podcast.